So let yourself come in and sit in a way that's comfortable and at ease. Valentine's Day and President's Day. Huh? <laughs> I don't know how Cupid and the White House got so intimate, but... (laughs) (laughs) Often on Monday nights, I'll give a talk or a set of teachings that come from traditional Buddhist practice, the Eightfold Path or Wise Effort or the Foundations of Mindfulness or some other topic. And usually well-prepared, I find, although I can speak more spontaneously, that I like to craft a talk and put in readings and poems and make it like a poem in a way. Um, But I didn't tonight. Tonight it's just going to be a bit more spontaneous. Um, And I'll take some time for questions uh, at the end. I thought about the fact that it had been Valentine's Day and for a time earlier today thought about speaking of loving kindness. And then I realized that having just returned from two weeks of retreat, that I'd like to speak a bit about my retreat experience, um, which has some of that theme in it, and hoping that it will be helpful to you. And it's a little difficult um, to speak of one's own experience, first of all, because it isn't one's own, it just happens. So to do it in a way that doesn't claim it in large or small ways, but just lets it be. There's an ancient and um, true story, as best as we can tell, from 300 years after the time of the Buddha, so 200 years before Jesus in India. And part of the reason we know the story to be true is that there are these stone engravings and pillars around India that have some of the story written on it that date back to that time. And that is that there was a king uh, in ancient India named Ashoka, or Ashoka, who, as he grew in his kingdom, created a powerful army and expanded it in every direction and took over a huge part of the Indian uh, subcontinent through um, trade and battles and uh, um, all the kingly devices and became this vast empire. And um, he had big palaces and uh, all the things that a king has, um, all the accoutrements of kingship. Um, But in order to extend his power, he had to be a powerful person and create a powerful army and overrun others and get their riches and include it in his own. And one day, after a number of years of this, after a battle that uh, took over a huge kingdom and included in his own, 
He was sitting on the battlefield after the battle, uh, suffering in great despair because some of his generals and princes and best soldiers lay dead in front of him. Horses and elephants were dead and uh, thousands of men. Um, And there he was seeing the havoc that came from his seeking power. And as he was there contemplating the wreckage that this extension was causing, there walked across the edge of this field a simple Buddhist monk with his robes in his bowl, very still and very peaceful. And he got one of his attendants. He said, go get that monk. Come over here. And the monk came to King Ashok, who was feeling the grief and all of the anguish of the battle and conquering. And he looked at the monk who appeared in this very simple way in front of him. And he said, I want you to answer a question for me. How is it that I, who am emperor of all these lands as far as one can know, and who has everything, think about all the things you want, who has everything, can sit here and be so unhappy And you, who have nothing, can look so peaceful and joyful and happy. And that was the beginning of a conversation that led to King Ashoka's turning of his heart, turning of his being from that shadow to its opposite, to where he became a great and benevolent monarch and the pillars that he